weekly discussions about your favorite video game. You're listening to On Smite. On Smite, episode 413, recorded on February 4th, 2006, Twine. I'm Brent Copeland. I am Ryan Karin. And we have a special, special uh, guest with us today. That would be Tied to Time with two Y's. Y squared. Two I's, two T's, <laughs> two E's, one D, one M. That's, it's like a math equation, all in your name. So very much. Is that, is that, that much thought went into the name when... Uh, you did that originally the name was just tied and that was hard enough to secure on everything ever because apparently <laughs> that's not creative enough thank you world are you an alabama fan you know who alabama I, is the crimson no, tide that, that wouldn't be me unfortunately Versus the rage and cajuns the rage and cage see I, I already got a connection here see we're working on it yeah there's um, like a, a huge college team and they go like tide is kind of like one of their nicknames Oh, really? No, so, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even know about that. I've, I've noticed there have been things name tied, which is kind of like, oh, there goes my moment of originality. <laughs> Thought I had something. Well, I'm well, a, I I uh, fat fingered an I in, in on the Reddit and had to delete the post and, and remake it. Someone <laughs> yelled at me real quick too. You got some fans out there. Oh yeah, you know I and it's it's kind of an ongoing gag because uh, a lot of people do T Y D E and T I M E, and immediately people will be uh, before I can even react to correct them. It'll be like, no, that's a Y right there. Get right on it, and it's like, okay, thank I'm, I'm <laughs> and I am saying it right. It's not like tidy tiny. <laughs> You know what? The, the reason that is so funny to me is because when I used to play on Xbox 360, uh, everybody called me Tidy Timey. And I was like, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. This this couldn't be that hard of a name, could it? And so, no, it is Tide Time. Simple water and time. Nice, nice. And we, we got a bunch of questions um, for you, as well as some from the Reddit. Uh, call in. And we will definitely get to those. Uh, but before we do, uh, how about we, uh, you want to give a quick brief synopsis of like who you are and where people can find you if they don't already know. Uh, my name is Tide Time. I am a YouTuber for mainly Smite, trying to do more than that as well. But I am a, a Masters in Joust Season 2 and 1. I'm going to make it to Grand Masters in Season 3 Duels. I'll be also playing in 3v3s uh, Joust. And um, I primarily focus my videos on the gameplay that I do, plus guides, mechanics, advanced techniques, things in the game that can help you improve your game to also get better at the game. And then there's just some silly videos. I like silly vid videos. I can't even say them. I love silly videos, too. Fernando is my favorite. We got something in, in common. That's always good. I like having things in common with the guests. I, I've, I've already felt like I connected here. You guys are the best. <laughs> well, good. That means we need to go ahead and uh, see uh, about this. Hey, guys. What's cracking? Oh, Poseidon. Yep. And Poseidon wants to know about uh, how your week's been going. Wants to know what's cracking. For me, uh, oh, hell. This week has been a living hell. <laughs> um, 
There's just so much going on in Smite. Trying to keep up with everything new this week has been crazy. Um, I've been on the PTS for the last two weeks, so I've already gotten the experience season three a bit. And then jumping into season three's actual release is harsh because ranked play is now available and they've already kind of messed up Joust or Duel. <laughs> they, yeah. Because the very first game I get into, we go and they pick their character and I see it. Yeah. And they, they picked a character that would blatantly counter the god I was going to pick. And I was like, nope, I'm picking this god to counter them and I won. And so I go into the next game and I realize now it's my turn to pick first. And I was like, okay, not going to play the god that's going to get countered. I'm going to play one really easy one and just hope they don't counter me. Now, there doesn't seem to be much in the way of word out of high res on this either like it it sounds like a bug but they're not saying anything about it so it's almost like it's a feature but that doesn't there, make any sense there's been a twitter release posting that it is a bug and that they are going to update it in the next patch which is in like two weeks hey. supposedly so that. for us duelers out there we will be stuck dueling it out with an advantage or disadvantage for two weeks. So good luck to everybody. I'm at a hundred percent win rate so far, but got to keep going. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder if, uh, uh, do like some kind of code of honor, like where you like use curse voice to say, okay, one, two, three, and then name your God. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's what you got to pick when you play like some, that no, won't happen, but, uh, uh, I wish could be an option. Somehow. How about you, Rage? What you been up to this week? Oh, this week, this week, this week. Um, well, talking about ranked stuff, so I dipped my toes into rank 3v3 because I was really excited for it. And my very first match, uh, I'm a little uh, annoyed by this one. So I get teamed up with two randos, one of whom thought he was, uh, he was queuing up for 1v1 and was amazed when he had teammates. <laughs> And we got put up against a pre-made clan with 300 more combined smite guru score than us. And it went exactly as you might expect. So that was a little bit frustrating. And then I played the two matches with you and Eric, and those didn't go very well either for us. So I am officially 0-3 in 3v3 Joe so far. Yay! Oh. Elo for the win. Or the loss, I guess in this case. It's the loss. Uh, but... I did have a few good matches. Um, I had a surprisingly good Naja Assault match. I hate assassins with a passion. There is no assassin I would say I'm any good with. and uh, But somehow I actually did a really good... And playing him as an assassin, like I wasn't trying to tank it. I was doing the assassin thing, and I actually did fairly well. And we also had a really fun Sobek Assault. Uh, Brent was in on that one, so was flipping burgers left and right. With a team that knew what to do with the meat that was getting tossed at them, yeah. so that worked. That worked very well. Uh, we did. Uh, I'll let Brent talk about his video he uploaded, but we had a lot of fun on. Uh, I think it was, wasn't it Saturday, the day of um, the pick whatever god you want in assault, and you can have duplicates. Yeah. So fun. my my little gem from that was uh, I was playing with Team Party, and we did. Uh, a match where four of us took Nox and one person took Thor. And we all dove, we all used our dash to dive into Thor. Thor went up and then dunked on the other team. And then we all just burst out of Thor, four <laughs> of us at once. 
The downside was, by the luck of the draw, the opposite comp was four Aries and a Nuwa. So that trick worked once. <laughs> and then they beat the living crap out of us afterwards. Oh, man. But uh, it, it was worth it just for the video. So check my channel. I'm going to do my little self, my little selfish plug here. Check my channel. The video is on there. I didn't even try and come up with a clever name for it. It's just literally called uh, Thor carrying four Noxes dunking into four Aries in a new walk. It's a very complicated video. Yeah, a very complicated title. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really short and... Yeah, give it a watch. It's uh, I I think it's pretty funny. Nice. nice. So why don't you, let's let's hear you describe the other one that we did, Brent? Oh yeah, the other one we got to do was uh, all five uh, Aries, which was uh, just brutal. And basically, we had the first tower down in a minute. Um, so yep. got the video on the channel for that. And you can listen to me, the supposed Aries expert on the team, talking about how this will never work. And then, by far, being the worst player uh, on our team in that match. So, go figure. I think he was just hangry. He was just uh, <laughs> really hungry and angry at the same time. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then, after you left, uh, Nivik joined us. And we went 2-0 uh, and o on 3v3 uh, in the jousts. And so, now I, I guess I'm 2-2. Uh, two and two. Did we do 2? Uh, in... In leagues, yeah, yeah we did yeah. too. You so, and you and me and Eric did too. So I'm two and two, and I'm loving Odin in three v three, man. Yeah, three I bet. No combat blink, being able to leave your own ring of spears. Oh yes, oh, I actually so. have a diamond Odin, and I haven't played him yet on the new servers. So I am curious to see how that's going to go. I I'm loving three v three. Like that's all I want to play now. Is, is every time I log in, uh, I just don't want to do it by myself. I want to have a team. Yeah, randos uh, randos just don't quite work out the same way. Yeah, so I'm I'm loving three v three. Hopefully, I'll get some more videos up on the channel. Um, we've got some with the podcast itself. What's cracking is we we have some cool stuff coming up um, tomorrow. If you're listening to this live, at least we will have some skins going up on the website. That's on smitepodcast.com. So just go there and and. Uh, you can click and get one. There's, um, I think tomorrow is tomorrow. I don't remember who it is, so I don't want to steer you wrong. But it's going to be some soul skins, some Aphrodite uh, diva skins. Um, and we also have, oh, there was a third god, and I had to do an Amaterasu skins. So um, they'll be going up each week on Friday, the same day I'm going to have the try to have the podcast released as well. So it'll give you something to do uh, to wait for the show. So on smitepodcast.com, um, get ready for that. And we've got some cool other things coming as well. So uh, skin codes, all hail the mighty Gabe. Yes, yes. And I'm trying to get uh, everybody needs to, uh, well, no, I, I won't bug Eric, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, maybe, Everyone else will bug Eric. Uh, next week. Well, I'll tell you next week more about that. Anyway, that's what's cracking. Uh, I hope the cracking wasn't a lacking. Do we want to talk about any of this other stuff? Uh, what other stuff in particular? All your stuff. Ur skin. Uh, oh, yeah. That's just me saying that. I, I didn't get to that, but I, okay. I, I bothered to put in the show notes that my goal is to try and earn that, that Uller skin for 
uh, for hitting gold. So we'll see. Obviously, I'm not off to the right start. Are, are you talking about the uh, the the the, the Berserker Uller skin? Yeah. That is for Season 2 rewards only. Oh, that's so, Season 2. Yeah, so if you finished your oh. Season 2 in gold, then you got Uller, and that's that. So you won't I be able to get the skin. I thought that was uh, this one. Anyways, regardless, my goal is to hit gold. We'll see if I make it. To be fair, if you do hit gold, you will get a different skin in Season 3. Okay. Is it gold? Is that as far as you got to get to get stuff? For the skin, Platinum and Higher gets a border. Yeah, I saw one of those. Uh, I saw one of those last night, I think, on the other team. And like, oh, great. It's going to be one of those matches. And it was. <laughs> yeah, I get mine, uh, my nice little master symbol right there. I just flaunt that all day. Just <laughs> pretty authentic. Oh, Eric's watching the stream. <laughs> I was like, what's that beep? Anyway. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to uh, this. Patch of the Pantheons. So, uh, yeah, we got a patch. We got season three. Three. Holy crap, things have changed. Uh, it's live. <laughs> um, I guess let, let's do this. First impressions. Tide? Or Tiny? <laughs> tide time. Oh, no, no. Tidy uh, time. Tidy, timey, tide time. <laughs> the tideliest of times. Um, I love this new patch. Honestly, this is probably the best iteration of Smite I've played since season one. Uh, only because in prior seasons, as, as a jouster, uh, my objective is to counter and diminish my opponent's chances of winning one-on-one. -on -one. When it comes to doing that, Active's knocked out 50% of the roster. Beads, Ares is gone. Um, weakening Curse, Healers are done. Uh, and all that kind of stuff, it just made it so limited on what gods could be very viable in a high-tier play. Right. So now we come into Season 3. The Actives are now Relics, which are actually a lot weaker than Actives, and they have double the cooldown, half the effectiveness. They kind of still work. But now you really get to see gods shine. Their full kit used 100%. When that's done, now you as a player can't rely on beads to save you every 10 seconds. Because it came down for Ares, every time he ulted, you had beads ready. It, oh, you have a CC immune ult? No problem. Ares was useless. Probably one of my least... I, I really liked Ares. So to see him being countered by beads was ridiculous. And now... I, as a player, have to know, if Ares is near me, I need to separate from my team and not get pulled. Or if I am capable of CC immuning through an ult or another ability, I'll bait the ult myself. And it becomes more tactical than it is just uh, F, I'm free, no death. Right. So relics are my favorite, and I know a lot of people hate it. It's been, like, a battle ever since it swapped over. And uh, I kind of like that they took away the tank meta, especially from Hunters, because fighting a Hunter with Ace and Fatalis, Frostbound, and Soul Eater is the most annoying thing, unless you're a Hunter as well. But even that, it's still... Ew. Yeah. And so in this, in this meta, they're no longer tanky, so if they build that again, they'll die quickly, and that's about where they should be. Nice. How about you, Rage, and your first thoughts? Um, I agree with Tide on the actives, absolutely. Um, especially being, 
you know, a huge Guardians player, uh, you know, who are supposed to be the CC Kings, having that uh, that beads much, much weaker is nice. Although I am missing Blink on the flip side. Not I basically I'm not I'm not even getting Blink. Um, it's it's so useless now at this point, uh, especially you know if you're if you're trying to use it as a, you know like like an Aries, and you know it's it's cooldown is as long as beads, so you're not using you can't use Blink to initiate as Aries anymore, or else they'll just have their beads up again. I, so well, it, it's 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 really throwing me off. The, the cooldown is another side of it though, and I know that this was necessary. Uh, to to deal as sort of a bit of a counter move with the beads being so weak, but having all the cooldowns really like every cooldown item got nerfed five uh, percent, which okay yeehaw, but it now means you generally have to buy three items where you used to only have to buy two to get full CDR. So it's a question of do I just live with thirty percent now or do I invest in that third item? I haven't really found my balance yet. Of course, it's going to depend on the god. It's not like I put CC on every god that I play anyways, but a lot of the ones I do. So that's one thing that's been been a little bit hard to get used to. Uh, the 3v3 and the dual map is absolutely beautiful. Uh, we first got our peek at it at Worlds. We got to take a look at the test servers. So that was really nice. And it, it, it really, I mean, th that map is so vibrant. And that map is is so much. There's so just so much more going on. There's so many little routes you can take. You know, it's it's not just the boring loop that the old one was. So I'm really happy with that as well. And being a huge three v three player in the first place, I'm really happy with with those changes. Um, and then overall, I think I think most of the god adjustments were were valid. I mean, obviously they had to nerf all the gods that were so heavily overused at Worlds. Um, and then on the flip side, about the only one that, I mean, some of them are, they're going to take some getting used to, um, the Kali one in particular, I've gone up against uh, a couple Kali's now and it's, it's very weird, uh, how much more fearless they are with that 15%, uh, even if they just get the assist now is I, I'm seeing a big difference in both how often Kali is being played and how aggressively they get played. So I don't know. Some of those changes will. I think. I don't think it's that they're unbalanced. It's just we aren't used to it yet, and we're just going to have to adjust as players. Because I can't remember the last time I had to fight a Kali, to be honest. And then now I've had two in two days. So, yeah, it seems pretty good on the three v three. But like you said, I wonder if that's more of us just getting used to three v three map and Kali. No, she's definitely more powerful, even in a one v one standpoint. If, for example, if you try to get greedy and you dove her tower, tower gets a kill on you, now she heals and she'll likely survive if you put a dot on her. So she has been strong in the 1v1 world for a while, and now I feel she's finally viable, more viable than she was in team games because I played Kali a couple times in 3v3's Assault and Conquest, and the worst thing is you're diving a tower, you're taking all the hits, you're like, no problem, that's my target, I'm going to kill it. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Sylvanas. I really needed you to take that kill from me. <laughs> yeah. You're the best. Yeah, I, I have always said that that is the when when you have a Kali on your team is the only time that there is kill stealing as opposed to kill securing. Because I've been in that. I've had uh, I've had her in assault and had my targets get kill stolen on me all the time. And uh, yeah, that's annoying. I yeah. uh, um I do have to say that uh, I'm still been getting 
uh, blink on a mirror a lot. I find in, in 3B3 especially that it's, it's, yes, it takes longer to be able to use it, but to be able to pop over a wall onto some people, I mean, it's so just in your face. And I find people are less um, worried about you having blink as they were when it seemed to be up all the time. Like, people aren't building against Blink as much. I think Aries is probably different. They're building yeah. against Aries. Um, and yeah, and I mean, when... More uh, situational. I mean, you're able to trigger their beads a lot more often than I can as Aries, right? I mean, because you've got your frost breath every 10 seconds. I have my ult. Most people don't bother beading, using beads if I just get a chain on them. So, uh, it's really only for the ultimate, so... Yeah, I can see. I can still see Blink being good for Amir. I just, I think I've played one match as Amir so far, and I think that was back on PTS. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know me. I love my Amir. So, um, but yeah, um, like the only thing that I'm not really happy with uh, with season three are the quest, and they're changing. So uh, that's awesome. Um, I mean, like everything else is um, really just gravy. I'm having fun, kind of playing with the new items having fun trying to figure out what <laughs> what relics i want to use like it's it's like a almost a new game with uh rules i still get so i'm having a lot of fun yeah i finally last night i finally got a chance to um you know waste the money to get a spear of desolation because i had that much money and we were winning that much and we won before i could get back to the fight <laughs> yeah Spirit Desolation back in the PTS, though, was so, <laughs> so powerful that even though it was expensive, I just saved all my money, got it third item. It didn't matter because by the time I picked that up, I was two-shotting everybody. It was – and then they nerfed it a little bit, but still, I sometimes feel just saving the money for it is absolutely worth it. it it's going to be insane the next time Hoarder comes up. Oh, yeah. Buying that and a Rata Tahuti right off the bat, good lord! Of course, everybody else will have that. Everyone else will have that. Uh, what is it? The cloak of unrelenting sorrow, or something like that? I forget that the name of that new top tier cloak that has the built in beads and hog in it. Oh, unrelenting yeah. sorrow! That that is one of my favorite defensive items right now. Probably, probably one of the most overpowered. To be honest, I I feel that was probably the real replacement for beads right there. It's in a lot okay. of ways it is. Especially since it stuns. Oh my gosh. I was in a fight as Emir. I was about to die. Three people jumping on me. I almost had him. And then that goes off, stuns them. I get I get my little carpet out of ice shards. And as they come out of the stun, I froze them again and I bopped each and every one of them on the face and they died. Nice. That was one of the best turnarounds I've had. And I think that's just kind of like the beginning of this season. Like, there's going to be so much fun stuff coming. Um, and if uh, if you don't know what we're talking about with the quest stuff, uh, the daily quests um, are going to be scrapped. They're going to be yeah. the weekly quests. Revolution! The, the community was pissed. It's the same quests, just now you've got a week. And completing only the weak ones will give you the gem reward of uh, 30 each. No, it's do uh, two get thirty. Do two to get but, thirty, and then yeah. But they are bringing back the uh, other thing they used to have, right? Yeah, the daily login. Mm -hmm. They and Stu just tweeted this a couple hours ago, so I was rushing to get it into the notes. But yeah, so daily quests or daily login bonus is coming back at the same strength, 
So you're getting 50 gems per week from that. So now the weekly quest is actually just gravy compared to the old system because now you can earn an extra 30 gems a week, uh, which brings it up to 80. If you are really dedicated and work at it, you will now go from 50 gems a week up to 80 gems a week. Well, and the, and the one thing I would like to say um, that I hope they keep their uh, mind of, because this was really the reason I did not like the quest, was I just got to where I have 70 gods mastered. And this past, like, six months or even longer, it's just kind of felt like a schlog. Like, I haven't wanted to play anything where I had to pick a god because I felt like I had to pick a god that I didn't have mastered yet. And I was down to all the gods that I don't like to play. And so I haven't really been having fun, and I've just been playing Assault over and over again because I don't have to think about it, and I don't have to pick. And, and I got there, and now I'm having more fun playing in any match. I just picked whoever the hell I want because I'm not worried about it. And then all of a sudden these quests came out and they're like, you've got to play three Hindu gods today. And I'm like, I don't want to even have to think <laughs> about that. Like if I do it by accident, cool. So if I have a week to do it, hopefully I'll just get it out of randomly, you know, playing. But don't don't force me to play gods. Like, let me play who I want to play and have fun with. Like, can well, we think of other quests that still allow you that freedom? My favorite quest was play or win as the Japanese or play as the Japanese pantheon three times. I'm like, Oh, that, that one's going to be easy. I don't have to fight for that one God. Yeah. Well, and I mean the pantheon ones aside from that, the pantheon ones didn't bother me so much, but like I got uh play three games as a warrior and I got play three games as a guardian. Okay. No problem. I'll do that all day. Uh, do not give me play three games as an assassin. I will not be happy. My teammates will not be happy. Right. Well, and that's the other thing, right? If you make me play stuff I'm not good at, it's not good for anyone. I mean, sure, yeah. I will learn a little bit. But if I still hate that play style, then why? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, right. why I would you? I think that's why they changed it was mostly because of that kind of negative feedback. They realized that's not the way to go. And then they're like, well, here, we're sorry. Here, have some gravy on top of your potatoes. And we're like, okay. We'll take the potatoes back. Amazing how free gems just shuts everybody up. I know. Right? I love it. I own everything in the game, and I still love getting free gems. I don't even know why. I just collect them at this point. <laughs> See how many gems you can get. <laughs> Who knows? It'd I bought be... something on there that was worth one gem, and it kind of upsets me now. Because I just got that <laughs> one missing gem. And it stuck at 69. <laughs> Is that Bart's? No, I think I think it was the gay pride one where they were doing gay pride for like a gem. I was like, okay, I'll buy it for one gem. And to be honest, I should have just bought them at full price because already gave they gave give me one gem, please. Just 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 round me off. Or take take four. I don't care. Make it make it a zero or a five. I feel better about that. I and you know what? I think this would actually be an um Actually, I need a bumper for this because we're going to have a new segment where we have ideas for the game. Um, so, uh, no Excavation station won't work? Uh, no. Because <laughs> it's on a different thing and then I would have to like go all the way out and now I messed up. And X. Oh, good lord, you did it. So, uh, yeah, now this is uh, not what it's going to be called. 
But uh, we're going to talk about uh, ideas that uh, we think would be good for the game. The game Smite. Um, I just had a... I don't know if I should spread these out. But, okay, so we've we've always wanted, like, a way to reward good players that we play with, right? Like, League has a way where you can give, like, points. Like, oh, they did good and they did good. What if you could, uh, like, uh, tip people with gems and or favor? Like, I'll give you 50 favor. I'll give you a gem. And, and you could get your gem. That's also a way to kind of trade gems to friends and stuff, too. That actually sounds pretty good, to be honest. Uh, I would make a lot of things easier for me specifically, too. Um, definitely reward good behavior with uh, something. Because even people I play with that I bring in from stream just sometimes go a little overboard on the, uh, <laughs> oh, we just crushed you, so let's spam taunt at your death. And then it's like, really? Come on. <laughs> You get on their team and we'll see what happens. Right. And then you're like, I'm giving everybody on my team a hundred gems and you get nothing because you're a jerk. Exactly. And that's so no, that that's definitely something I would have you considered maybe tweeting that out there to a uh, community manager? That sounds genius. Uh, I live under this uh false uh sense that they all listen to the show and just heard it and are probably writing the code right now. <laughs> They might be, you I'm know, I sure it's going in. I'm pretty sure too. That way, I, if it ever happens, I can go, yeah, yeah, that's because they listened to the that show. That was your idea. You have it dated, stamped. It's all yours now. Yeah. Coined well, it. Well, when Todd did tweet out the uh, What's Cracking bumper one time, so it's like, oh, Todd must listen to the show. <laughs> or, at least en- or at least enough of the show to have picked up on that. Yeah, so that was awesome. Uh, my other idea, and then, uh, or actually, anybody else have an idea before I go to the next one? Uh, yeah, I, my idea is they need to let me buy a skin and have a code for it so I could give it out. That'd be great. To like, so someone else could have a skin or? Yeah. The, a big problem I have right now is like the only giveaways I could do are ones that high res gives me or gems. Like all I can do is buy you gems. But if I want to do some sort of themed, I don't know, Halloween giveaway, and I want to put my own money in and purchase X amount of skins for people that, you know, I appreciate. Or, you know, let's say um, it's Valentine's Day. My lover wants that nice shang skin. Let me buy it with a code. And then That's I can give idea. it to them. Instead of, oh, here, just, here's 600 gems. Go roll for that chest a couple times. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, That's a good idea. Likey. Got anything, Ragin? I kind of sprung oh, this on everybody. So. Yeah, you, you kind of caught me by surprise. There's, I probably got 50 things on my list, but can I remember one of them at the moment? Of course not. Well, and everybody, if you have an idea for next week's show that you want to put into uh, Excavation Station, whatever we end up with, <laughs> that, was, that was for our Minecraft podcast. That, that, that is, that is all my that fault. Um, I, I should have kept my mouth shut. You can email us um, on Smite. I forget our email. Oh, yeah. It's mercury at onsmitepodcast.com. Or you can leave an audio version, which will be better, at speakpipe.com slash onsmite. Uh, and another idea I had was, okay, so we're getting all these skins. And uh, there's a lot of themed skins. So, like, once they get more where your whole team can do the, like, you know, like we did Pirate Night, right? And now they're getting enough where maybe you can have, like, a kind of rock and roll theme. But if your whole team was in the same kind of vein skin, like all pirates, 
then your play cards on the loading screen would all connect together and have like one big cool like moving picture oh, like a ship going by shooting cannons and shit that would Ooh. be absolutely cool i love that idea they definitely have enough themed skins to kind of get something like that going. So I think that'd be pretty cool. I, I think the one downside to that, though, is I don't think anyone wants to see the combo card where uh, the King Bacchus and um, Lady Gaga Aphrodite are on the stage together. I don't think anyone <laughs> wants to see that. Well, that'd be uh, good. Well, but the pirates. That's one thing we noticed. The pirates. pirates. I, don't, I don't know if you've noticed this with the, uh, the guild chests or for the clan chests that you can unlock. Each... Um, chest has five skins in it and it's actually a uh, comp it's like you know a bruiser assassin mage guardian um and the last one whatever it is each month or each uh chest and there's five chests wait five yeah yep and yep. if you get all five chests the shadow is a god from each comp too so you could have a team of all shadows that is actually an effective team I didn't so it's kind of cool that, that they're kind of thinking about some things like that. It's weird, though, that they think of things like that. But then on the flip side, and I complained about this a couple weeks ago, like both of the Odyssey rewards for both years were jungle-only assassins with a dunk. Where's the variety there? Yeah. But, well, yeah, I guess maybe they're listening to the complaints, right? Maybe our, every our, year that's what it's going to be. And Archon, Thanatos, Archon Thanatos was our fault, though, as a community. Um that was voted in for us. So they gave they gave the community on I think it was Reddit the option to vote for their favorite, and everybody went for Archon Thanatos. So that one was us, and then I think <laughs> I think the Thor one was them. So maybe that was their on hindsight they they could have chosen non assassin because I heard the next tier five is Nemesis, another assassin. So. <laughs> Might be a team of all assassins. They might be going for something here. Who knows? That's what it's going to be. All assassins all the time. Okay, so send in your ideas. We'll get to those. Um, but we're going to move on to... I have a message for you. Gotta go fast. Smell my finger. <laughs> That's what he's saying every time he does his little thing. Oh, smell my finger. That's anyway, terrible. Um, uh, so Mercury's mail sack. Uh, we've got some. If you want to, by the way, leave us a message about anything, you can mail it to us, Mercury at onsmitepodcast.com or audio at speakpipe.com slash onsmite in your pretty voice, or just go to onsmitepodcast.com and there's a <clears> there. Anyway. Uh, the first one here, you want to read this, Rajan? Yeah, uh, so a longtime friend of the show, Okami, asks, uh, and this is a direct question for you, Tide. Other than to practice, what advice do you have for people who want to improve their 1v1 skills? And what gods do you think will be top in 1v1 this season? And how do you plan to counter them? Ugh. Uh, it's <laughs> a general question. Um... Okay. Other than practicing, that's the best one. Other than <laughs> practicing, the next thing to do is to know your gods and to know your items. Every god has a counter as far as kits are concerned. So when you're going into a battle, you should know I'm against a specific god. When you go into combat against that god, you have to use skills accordingly 
For example, if you have abilities that can escape, let's say, a Poseidon Kraken, let's say you're playing um, Shang'a. Shang'a's 2 ability allows her to escape Kraken even during a Whirlpool, so it's not a fancy idea to use that without knowing that the Kraken is down. And therefore, Shang'a's got an upper hand, and therefore, if you're playing Poseidon, you want to make sure that you bait out the dance to the best of your ability, which is going to be hard to do being Kraken's your kind of ace in the hole. Uh, so it comes down to know your gods, the kids, the way they play, and then items and how to build them is like all gods. Their stats and everything are based on how you build them. Every god has a base where they're slightly better than another, but items determine whether you are squishy, whether you're a crit god, whether you do anything. Your items are beyond important. So just know what they do. Know how much protection gives you what. Know if power really is what you need. How your scaling works. It's There's a lot of complicated mechanics, and that's why I just say practice. Because the first thing to do is to know the game and then dive into major mechanics later. Um, gods that will be a top 1v1 are gods that have always been. Kronos is the most powerful, and there's not a single Master Jouster out there that'll disagree with me, and if they do, they're a goober. Uh, Kronos <laughs> has the most powerful kit, most damage, most everything. He's the best dueling god Uh if you can beat the player, he can go behind you and take your objectives, and you cannot stop that god. Nothing you can do. Nothing. Um, so letting him through is a big mistake. Uh, other really, really good mages out there are Habwa is really powerful, um, Poseidon, Shang'a, Hell, and then getting into physical gods. Assassins are the only assassin, two assassins you need to worry about, Kali, Mercury. They're really powerful. Uh, and Hunters, AMC, and Huyi, still pretty powerful. Watch out for them. Other than that, the way to counter them is to ban the ones you know you can't handle. Kronos, for the love of God, keep them on your permaban list. And um, just focus on learning to fight the gods that you don't ban with the one you've chosen. So, and on the, the numbers part, like... Is there a place for people to go learn numbers besides in-game, or is it just make the build in-game and kind of look at what it does to your stats? And Now, that's the worst part, is that the in-game knowledge is not enough. Uh, even I had to dive out into... Uh, someone made a very in-depth guide that none of the information is provided for you in-game. Uh, it's called The Word of Thoth, and I've read that front and back, and then I've also gone into the game, had to test several things that to discover things that not even the Word of Thoth would go over, and it's just... The, the information provided in-game is not enough, because what they focus on in there is just for you to have fun, not worry about the main mechanics. So let's take Rata Tahuti, for example. Did you guys know, not only does it give you 25% more magical power, it gives your basic attacks an additional 25% power on top of that. I did not. There's nowhere in the game that tells you that other than you doing all the math to figure out that your basic attack shot up an extra 25%. And that's because <laughs> of the tooltip not saying it. And I don't, even I don't understand why I fought against that for a while because I was like, there's no way. They didn't mess that up. And no, that, sure, <laughs> sure enough, no, my, my basic attacks are. And that's why Kronos falls under the ridiculous powerful because he can hit objectives for almost 800 now per basic. And his basic attacks will be at 1.7 per attack 
So oh, wow. <laughs> say hi to your Phoenix and three basics. <laughs> it's terrible. So as far as diving into the game, people like me who make guides, who try to get the word out there, uh, look up the word of Thoth, read that. That's really good. Um, it's outdated because it was for season two, but a lot of the information still remains. And then if you need to dive into some things that you don't know, get a friend, go into a custom game and do a hundred tests and see if you get different results. Uh, no. <laughs> or, or you can I, just go to my channel and I'll help you out best I can. I like that. I'm going to go subscribe. Everybody should go subscribe. Uh, we got, we have, uh, some other questions in here. Uh, pones are all poner zero zero poner zero i think it's poner zero yeah what kind of work do you do if any besides smite related stuff mr tide time oh i am an accountant for a car dealership uh full-time job to just keep me afloat i want uh i want to be a youtuber full-time if possible i want to get away from my job if possible but for now it helps pay my bills and it is what it is so that's about all i do then there's a whole bunch of smite and maybe some other not smite related games i do uh, eh, not not too much my life is pretty much smite for now so is the do you think uh the accounting and this is totally assumptions here but accounting seems like you would have to like numbers did that translate into smite having to like or at least know a good way to learn those numbers Funny story, I have a bachelor's degree in game design. I can make games. So numbers are my thing. I love, uh, I love to read programming and scripting because I can read it better than I can write it. Uh, but it's interesting to see how things work. I have absolutely no experience prior to my job in accounting, but I learned accounting because I learned scripting and programming. And for some reason in my head, it clicks together all the same. So I can read accounting very well and just learn by reading it. And um, so when I did that, I became an accountant just to pay <laughs> bills because school loans are a son of a gun. And um, it definitely helps when making these guides because I know my math at least. Uh, maybe it doesn't help when I do these guides at 3 in the morning. My math might be a little off. But you know, let's just transpose the digit here and there. You know, It'll be fine. Everyone will be fine. <laughs> You want to ask that one, Raven? Uh, sure. So uh, Rosalina X Luma in, is just asking in chat right now, uh, in Season 3 Ranked Joust 3v3, what gods do you think would work best together as a combo team ca compatibility and your reasons why? Okay. So I have not been a team player for two seasons, and I just recently got into developing team strategies, and that in and of itself has, like, Endless possibilities. Um, definitely, I would say that some of the 1v1 Joust gods will still be very relevant in a team fight. Let's say, for example, Kronos. <laughs> if your team consists of Kronos, he is a hypercarry. And what a hypercarry is is a god that can destroy an entire team single-handedly. But the problem with hypercarries is they're a slow start. Uh, so a very popular team comp that I have noticed is two tanks and a carry. The tanks, can, you can have an all-magical team if you want. The magical protections will not protect you anymore this <laughs> season thanks to 
the massive amount of pen you can now get. And you've always been able to get it. It's just now even more massive. So that's painful. Um, definitely gods like that will carry a game. So you get your two tanks to be as tanky and protective as possible. Geb with a shield to protect that ADC for getting crushed to death by whatever's coming their way. Or if you want, you can go full-on assassins, or not the actual assassin class, but um, three damage carries. And what you do is you use your early game damage to beat out the tank on the opposing team before they become a tank. And you just press to win early. But probably some of the best comps are going to be a carry and two tanks, whether it be Freya, Sol, Kronos, or a Hunter. And um, another one would be at least a mage, like Habois, who can literally one-shot an entire team with an ultimate, and you protect him, and in case he dies, you have a backup ADC of, like, a hunter or something. Those will probably be the best. Of course, there's quirky things you can get away with, like healers, um, but that's, that's all in how you, as a player, play. Um, there are Aphrodites that you can see go, like, supportive healing, and then there are some that go very powerful, and yet their heals keep up with that support of Aphrodite. And that's because powerful mages that heal, their heals become more powerful the more power they have. So uh, it's not like Conquest where you're trying to protect somebody as a healer. It's more like you are a damage dealer. You're not a healer. The healing is just the byproduct of all the damage mm -hmm. you're dealing. You're so awesome, you just heal allies, whatever. But uh, definitely, you'll want to look into crafting enough CC in your team to stop the enemy team. So your tank better have, what, Bacchus knockup with nice intoxication, Geb with an AoE uh, ult stun. Ares is going to be a bit iffy because his is a delayed pull, and that takes time to which their team can just wail on your Ares and probably kill him before he can get the pull out. It's a bit dangerous, but you can go with it. Um, but play with that. I would suggest go to casuals, pick three gods each. So you should have three supportive gods, three carries, and everybody should play these three gods in case one of your gods gets countered or um, banned. And then go forward knowing, all right, our strategy is our support has blink. He'll go and grab the guy in the back. We burst him down. Their damage is gone. Now we continue to outpressure, get them to fall behind and press forward. Better than my strategy. It's usually go, go <laughs> now. Um, I'm gonna tell you when I play with my viewers. That's that's mine. It's I'll be like neck deep in enemy lines, and I'm like, hey guys, I'm already in. I've been back here for like last ten minutes. You you want to come in? And they're like, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like um, this map compared to the uh, previous Joss map um, that they've really made a point of making it uh, friendly for jumpers. Oh, yes. And it seems oh, like yes. that's probably <laughs> something to keep in mind with what you're up against and what you're picking as well. So one of the new things that, as a Joust player, we never warded. 1v1s, unless you're going to get back towards, you never warded. Wards were, no, you don't need them. Now you need wards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, like, I, I sit there, I was fighting a Mercury, one of my newest videos, I was like, oh, nope, got to throw a ward out like every five seconds because I'm like, is he going behind me? Where the hell is he at? And, you know, I would even hide behind corners and just wait. And I'm not a jumper. I'm just waiting, sitting there, you know. Yeah. 
it's so fun just to have a place to hide now that it definitely it's so much more interesting than just sitting there in lane and waiting for the person to pounce on you. Yeah. And so many abilities can now, you know, go through walls and, and get actually do something. Oh, my favorite is a Poseidon snipe through the wall. Uh, you have your allies give you vision. You're behind the wall. You just throw a, a Kraken over the wall <laughs> and they never see it coming. And they just usually die from it. Usually. Sometimes they're lucky. But no, that is, it's just so much more fun that you can have new ways to play, ways to get around. It's not all just very straightforward that the powerful gods will win. No, now we have tactics. We have ways to get around. Okay, it's not all about stats. It's about positioning. And that's what I love so much about Season 3. Sweet. So I think, I think everybody's saying great work on the map. Hi, Rez. Uh, another question here from DeFiery. Uh, DeFiery. I'm good with names. I have one question for Tide. Oh, how uh -huh. the hell do you win joust games with crazy ass stuff like attack speed? <laughs> let me tell you one. It takes a lot of practice. Now, let me get that word out there. Practice. practice. <laughs> um, it is a pain in the ass. And I can tell you guys before I do a crazy video like that, I demote three or four times trying and eventually it's like i said it's knowing the build knowing the mechanics even as an attack speed god i've created builds that work effectively as if i was a real mage but they have new quirks to them telkin's ring for example which is so much more powerful in this season thank you smite you're the best um you got to utilize the base damage from that and then there's the hidden passive on Rada Tahuti, extra basic attacks damage. So you just focus so very much on um, finding how to take your damage and move it into your basics. And then you have to make sure that you are taking your, um, your lack of whatever you took away from your build and playing accordingly. Like you can't be a tank and attack speed at the same time. So obviously you can't sit there and take all the damage in the world. I've tried attack speed Ymir so many times and I can never get that one to work because he's melee. But as Shang-A, you're ranged and you still have a very effective heal. You still have very effective ranged damage. So even while you're basic attacking, you just have to remember that you Find a way to make everything you do still very viable, but also make your basic attacks even more powerful through other forms of items. So combining Telkin String is the best now. Oh, love it. The best. Nice. Okay, uh, another question from the live chat here. So Duke of Cruz wants to know, when is the 100% crit build coming online? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The last time I did a 100% crit build, that was the most painful joust of my life. Um, the enemy built pure defense, and uh, he was whooping my butt for quite some time. And it wasn't until he got really upset that I had to sit back at Phoenix, because I couldn't leave without him killing me, that he would dive me, and I would just have to whittle him down with my 98 damage crits. <laughs> When crits hit for 98 damage, you know something's very wrong. <laughs> so okay. I don't I don't think I will be doing 100% crits ever again. Maybe that would that would take some serious convincing. 
And another one here from what the actual banana? <laughs> that is quite the banana we got there. Wants to know how uh, do you feel about uh, general toxicity in the community? It's it's better than League of Legends and Dota for sure. Uh, I've been part of like every MOBA community, and I gotta tell you, Smite's better, but it's still bad. <laughs> it's uh. I don't think there's any master jousters out there I get along with anymore. Like, <laughs> they are salty and mean and salty. And typically, uh, it, it turns out, like, you know, they all come off nice. But when it comes down to it, they'll talk crap about you behind your back. They don't like the things you do, so they'll get their all, you know. And I've... I hate toxicity. It's in my YouTube comments every day. It's like the worst thing ever. But, you know, it's it's the good people in the community that really make up for the toxicity. You're not going to get rid of the toxicity in a competitive game. People will be salty. I am salty. But <laughs> it, by the end of the day, that is why I end every video with good game. Because it's about the game having fun just yeah. have a good game be salty get the salt off your plate and just shake hands and walk away you don't have to chase someone down tell them their family's gonna die or something get so angry <laughs> that that kind of stuff has got to happen um just if you lose don't say they won because they built this you lost son walk away yeah. try again mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, Multiboxology is a very good jouster, and I have no quarrel with him. But if he loses to me, I can tell you that something has to be blamed every time. It's not just good game. Same thing goes, though, if I w lose, they'll make fun of me sometimes. I'm not saying Multiboxology has made fun of me, but there have been master jousters that if they win, it's an excuse. Or if they lose, it's an excuse. If they win... It's suddenly, oh, it's you only did it only because of this. It had nothing to do with anything else. It, you built Frost Fatalis. I built the damn build for a reason. And right. it, my mind put it on paper and said, we're doing this because this is going to beat you. And I don't, yeah. I, I, it's I, like 1v1. There's like, uh, how can you blame anything but, well, well you lost. <laughs> unless you're, I, you know, someone breaks into your house, you know, like can't blame the other person for playing better you, than you. You would think, like, okay, so, like, I'm in Conquest 2, and, oh, man, Conquest is where a lot more toxicity reigns, oh. and that's why I stay away from it, because I've had the worst experience there. Um, my first Conquest game ever, I go as hell in the solo lane, and I'm a master's joust. I know the game. I know how to get my build. I know how to solo very well. Uh but when it came to conquest, I was like, "What the hell's a starting build? What what do you conquesters do?" Biggest mistake I ever made was asking, uh, right. because the first response I got is, "What the hell are you doing in conquest?" I was like, "What? You can't just give me like your basic starts because I swear I, I I'll out damage you. I'll get more kills. I'll die. Lead, you know, I'll carry the team. Just tell me what to do." Yeah. And nope, no. Even though we won, even though I did carry and deal most damage, it took most damage, did everything I could, highest structure damage, everything is hell. <laughs> I was blamed because they would die and I didn't save my heal for them. Oh, oh so yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. As you died, I secured three kills. I mean, I'm sorry I let you die. I'm sorry your kill-death ratio was not as 
perfect as you wanted it to be. But that that's the stuff I came across every time I played, so I stopped playing Conquest. It was just... Nope. My my favorite with that is when you've been trying to heal them when they're at a quarter health for the last 10 <laughs> seconds, but they keep running away from you, and then oh. they get themselves killed, and it's your fault. I get yep. that in Assault all the time, because I love being the healer in Assault, so you know I'll always try and trade for it, um, and most people seem to be happy to give it up. And but then that happens. They they just spend their whole the whole time running away from me, and it's like I can't heal you if you don't come within my range. That oh. that that's my favorite too in assault, especially when it's salvation or now it's just meditation. But back in like it's group up, everybody gets close. You're like, here goes salvation, and that one guy who's just about to die walks out of range, and everybody else gets to heal. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man. Yep. <laughs> So is is uh speaking of salvation is uh, assault is that like pretty much you got to start with salvation now or well, whatever the new name meditation that's what I'm gonna do but that's pretty much what I always did so you got to do it salvation army it, salvation. it would it has to be a really weird like I didn't it wasn't a hundred percent of the time but I know probably ninety eight percent of the time it had to be a really weird thing with the enemy team comp and my specific god that I would take something other than salvation for first first active yeah i uh i probably would myself still go meditation on a lot of gods uh i wouldn't think that purification relic would be good enough um and i the only other relic i would either suggest is if they got a full team of healers maybe a week maybe maybe a weakening curse Mm -hmm. maybe i (laughs) and this may be a mistake but i've been going with sanctuary a lot i I find Nope, my sanctuary is a perfect pick. It's like starting off that it's you get the move with it. Like now, it's so much nicer. Um, the, especially anyway. if you're the healer. Like if, especially like if you're like a Sylvanas, where you've got a heal, but it's a slow heal. Uh, you can get called out, and if you're playing healer Sylvanas, you're not being very tanky. And on the flip side, you're Sylvanas, so you're putting your your flowers down for the MP5, and you're the healer. That's yeah. In that instance, I will buy self. Uh, yeah, I still call it Aegis, but what is it now? Salvation? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Um, I will still buy um, Sanctuary in that instance, yes. Okay, so is that, I believe that's all the emails and posts, but we do have a call in. And that call in is right here. Well, hello there, on Smitesters. This is JBJ Blaze, and this question is for you, Tide Chime. And I was wondering how it feels to have eaten, to have drank energy drinks, and to have been drunk during. I'm presuming you did these streams on Smite. How did that go? Thanks for the great show, and <laughs> bye bye. Oh man, that's it. okay. So, uh, the, the alcohol tastes bad to me, so the Red Bull really helps cover the flavor. Uh, so there's that. And when it comes to being drunk, I stop caring about everything and I play better. I don't know. Everybody tells me I'm more accurate, uh, <laughs> much more aggressive. <laughs> I don't back off. Um, I've walked away apparently with like quadras, and <laughs> I would just one man, an entire conquest team by myself, drunk. So 
I sometimes feel maybe I've got a drunken smiter in me. <laughs> but uh, it feels good. I don't forget anything I do. Uh, it's just my decision-making maybe changes a lot. And uh, it's fun. It's fun to socialize while feeling a little different. But I don't do it often for the reason that you don't feel the best ever. <laughs> so definitely would not be drunk in rank. I might get drunk in rank now. I have to try this. It might help me. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have like anxiety or anything, but if that quells that, I'll uh, do some maybe. Couple shots. Couple, couple shots. shots. Yeah. Every, On every the six tower, shot guys. <laughs> every tower you take a shot. Kind of thing. Oh man, they they tried to do. Uh, <laughs> every time I say I'm drunk, take a shot. I think I would have killed people if they're really playing that. <laughs> that is a problem with me being drunk, as I am truthful. So I like to just state obvious things a lot. So I'm drunk is probably the most obvious thing to state when you're drunk. <laughs> I'm uh, so drunk. <laughs> yes, yes it is. And we've got one more question. This is a. Uh, segment we, we like to do actually i don't know if we like to do it rachel doesn't like to do it i don't think but we call oh, it sorry, bob saget or todd harris and so i'm gonna give you a quote here and uh see if you can tell me if this came from uh bob saget or if uh you think uh, todd harris might have said it you ready go for it the quote is i'm fortunate to know a lot of incredibly talented people and they all want to be a penguin <laughs> that sounds like a Todd Harris thing. That is incorrect. Damn. The Bob Saget. Damn you, Saget. That was one. a surprisingly clean and cheerful Bob Saget. Uh, right? Yeah. Well, you, you know, got to throw some, uh, you know, surprises in there. Give me the hard one. I, re <laughs> I saw your last one. I was like, that one is clearly. That was easy. <laughs> this one. I was like, that sounds like something Todd Harris might say. Well, then I'm going to start taking one word out of them, too, to make it <laughs> Take one seem word. more like, because the penguin, I thought, might throw it, give it away. But uh... Okay, so um, that's uh, pretty much it. Thank I got to thank you so much for being on the show this week. Thank you for having me. It was uh, a pleasure. That is tied to time with two Y's, two E's, two T's, one D, one, one M. Is that well done. Everybody can find you everywhere. Everywhere, anytime, anywhere, and even on, yeah, everywhere. So go start typing in URLs like YouTube.com. Quick, make a wiki of me. Subscribe. You'll find something there. That's right, Gamepedia.com. Make a wiki, send it in there. Uh, Publish lies. Everywhere. Go sign, follow Twitter. Um, it's been it, great knowledge, and especially if you like to joust, if you like to be entertained, any of those things, do it today. And uh, as always, uh, feel free to email us, send us stuff, and uh, we'll be here next week. We got another guest next week, don't we? Uh, maybe maybe. he hasn't. He he wants to be on the show. He just hasn't picked a week yet, so I can't announce it yet. Well, we won't announce it yet. Uh, so, uh, Todd, hurry up and sign that contract with Raygen so we can get you. <laughs> hurry, Todd, hurry. <laughs> Uh, but that'll do it for another week of On Smite. Thank you all. Come back next week, and we'll see you then. Outro. Here's an outro. There's an outro. 
It's an outro. See you later. Bye.